guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Welcome to another solo episode of Habits and Hustle, where we break down, you know, topics that are interesting in the current time or where we are in our life. The solos are really just a few minutes jibber jabbering on whatever topic. It could be current events. It could be things that are just in the zeitgeist. And, um, you know, I wanted to also tell you guys, if you are enjoying the podcast, can you guys please leave a comment? It makes a big difference. The overall algorithm really kind of starts to track when people are engaging. So please do so and subscribe if you haven't subscribed. So with that being said, we're going to introduce my foil. Her name, of course, is Shawnee. She's over there. We only have one camera or else we'd show you her. Hello. How do y'all? Yep. And we are going to talk about something that just is kind of happening right now, which is Threads. It's crazy. Threads, the new app. Have you guys, are you guys on that app yet? Are you on that? You're on that app. Well, there's over 100 million users now. No, I know. That's crazy. It, like 100 million in like a week. It's literally less than a week. When did it come out? It's like, this is actually psychotic. July 6th, it came out. Yeah. It's July 11th. Yeah. 100 million users. I know. 100 million users. Now, this is what I feel. I feel like a low-grade anxiety because it's just another thing to keep up with now, another platform that you have to be relevant or mm. on in, in general. And it's not like we don't have enough anxiety and overall, you know, just our life is so online. And now we're going to be online even more because yet another thing. That was one of my first... Is that your first thread? Threads, yeah. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? I feel like I'm curious to see what happens with it. Like if it's going to continue with the momentum or if it's going to die down mm. because Twitter's still around, right? Yeah, Twitter's so, still around. But so were all of the other social medias that... I know. We we're going to talk about that in a second. But I wanted to ask the audience if anybody else is feeling you know, this like, oh, kind of like this, like, oh God, here we go again. Another thing to keep up with, another thing to have to know about, to post on, especially when you're business, everything with business and personal branding is if you're not visible on every single platform, you know, you get like this, like this, not just shamed, but you feel, you feel like you're missing out, like kind of like this whole like missing out thing. Yeah. But I will say to your point, I do think that Meta has done an exceptional job of taking somebody else's idea and then repurposing it for themselves. It's Mark's specialty. And then and then making it better, right? His specialty though, I mean, we talked about this offline that, you know, how even Facebook started was it was kind of just a better version of MySpace. And then the stories came from Snapchat, mm -hmm. right? And they just crushed, Instagram crushed it. And really like even Reels came from TikTok, mm -hmm. right? So like they keep on dominating over and over again by taking other people's brilliant ideas and just making them a little bit better. And, or maybe not even so much better, but just to have such a mass audience Presence, yeah. that like that's what happens. And now they're doing it again with Twitter. And now, you know, everybody's on it. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's yeah. really unbelievable. Well, what's, cr what's crazy is that, I mean, so for example, with stories and with reels, like they just add incorporated those features into existing socials, right? And so it makes it really easy for people who don't have a TikTok or don't totally. have a Snapchat That's to be able to just use Instagram. But this is a new app that they've completely created. And, and then they've literally taken in six days 100 million users twitter has 450 million i think so in the matter of of how many days six or five they're now days. at a fourth of the of the usership as twitter which is pretty remarkable but with that said 
I think what's even crazier is the fact that even though they do this, those other apps they took from are still in existence. Apart from MySpace, obviously, but that died on its own. It became obsolete. Snapchat is still very much used, and so is TikTok. But listen, but Snapchat had a decline for many years, and then it had a resurgence. Yeah. So recently, Snapchat became very relevant again with the snaps. But there was like a moment in time where I didn't hear about them for a while. But they were still, they still had a very big active usership. Like there is a huge generation of Snapchat users that are very into Snapchat. Yeah. And the, the way that they've had this resurgence now with creators is because they're paying them really well. Yeah. So they're one of the best platforms to monetize on. If you're a creator, a lot of these YouTubers who are making a ton of content on YouTube have switched over to Snapchat because they pay them so much right. better. And they're doing like shows and all their, like, they're yeah, very yeah, like, yeah. innovative with what they're doing. Yeah. But I do still feel that Snapchat and like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I remember when I thought this about of TikTok and TikTok, you know, now it's, it's really kind of really expanded its milieu. But I always thought of Snapchat as for like really young, like teenagers. And I mean, I still feel that way. I don't know many people in their 40s on Snapchat. Like, I, do, I really don't. Crazy. You do? Yeah. I don't know any. I know like now TikTok used to be the young one that everyone's like, oh, all the, all the, all the young youngsters are on it. <laughs> and now though, is what's happening is like people, like they've expanded their repertoire of like what, what kind of content you're getting on there. So now I feel that people who are on Instagram in Facebook, even like that dinosaur, they're <laughs> going to TikTok, yeah, you yeah. know, to get like, just to get like that quick hit of dopamine or just for like better irreverent information. It's done better it's it's snapchat well i will say the people i yeah the people i know in their 40s that are on snapchat are a little predatory so i can't Mm. say like that i know so many like normal but a ton of people in their 30s are on snapchat i think it's because of when it came out the people who were in that generation that used it a lot of people just really like it and so still use it i don't know if it's gained a ton of traction with like the younger kids now i'm not sure if it's so much gen z as much as it is like a millennial app i think that's true i think the people who are in their 30s who when when it first came out they were in their 20s right or younger and they it's like nostalgic yeah but i also think people love the filters on Snapchat. They've always loved the filters. And so they go back to you because of the filters. That's what I think also is a big selling feature for it. But just to go back to threads for a moment, I think why it's also gained a lot of, a lot of traction so fast is because there's such a negative like feeling towards Twitter and Mm. Elon Musk and what he's done with it. And like allowing, you know, he, he now took away everybody's, you know, blue check mark. And now you have to pay for the blue check mark. No, but he didn't take them away. Yeah, he, that's what I heard he did. No, no, no. They just offered it to people to be able to also buy it. You can be verified blue. Okay, I, I had a blue verification check mark, and I think it was taken away. They wanted me to pay for it. I could be wrong. Really? I should check it. Yeah. Because they didn't. I mean, Let me I, check. I haven't been on. That's what. So someone I work with mentioned to me that's what happened. Unless it just was like, you know, hold on no, a second. No, I think that they were lying to you. Okay, well, wait. Let's find out. Let's find out. I mean, I just, I, I know, look for me, like, I as in, for example, myself. like the Jewish journal, like they didn't get theirs taken away. Like our blue check. They is still didn't. There. Can you check? Why can't I find you at all? See? Yeah. Mine's gone. I mean, I can't find your profile even. Okay. Let's find, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe it's just, me. but I think that's a purse. I don't think that's like a across the board. I mean, I know that they offered, they, now it's an option and they've added different check marks. Like there's yellow check marks for certain types of pages and there's different, but I, I think the bigger issue is like. Twitter has always been seen as quite a toxic place, you know, mm. I think for the longest time, That's like, why. But, but no, not, not from Elon. I mean, long before that, like Twitter used to be the place where reality TV stars would cry. Can you know, one second. Okay. I found my profile. I can't tell if I have a check mark. I don't know if I do. Where to be you, honest. Some of your link. I couldn't find it at all. The real Jan Cohen. 
And I had one forever the whole time and now I can't see it. So yeah, I don't see yours either. See, I'm telling you, I think that didn't they do something with that? Maybe we can Google it. Well, I was, fo- I mean, Blue I was following when it happened. It's so weird. So. I think they would took them away and people had to like, now you have to actually pay for it the whole time. Yeah. See, look at this, how Elon Musk transformed Twitter's blue check mark from status symbol into a badge of shame. Okay, but what is the? I no, don't that's know. Just like on a, the, I know. Hold on a second. <laughs> that's a great headline, though. By the yeah, way, yeah, don't be wrote decreased, that. including uh, la 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 la. What's the yellow check mark that they added? I that was a know. weird thing. I don't know. The, okay, I got to find out more about this. Hold on. But the 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 general idea is the fact that Elon has made a lot of moves that are getting people not happy. No Twitter. St- no, I was right. Let me say this. Uh uh-uh. uh I knew I knew it wasn't just some. It wasn't just me randomly. It says here that many of, hold on a second, many of Twitter's... Here, I'm reading it. Starting April 1st, we'll be winding down our legacy verification program and accounts that were verified under the previous criteria, active, notable, and authentic, no, wait, will not on. remain, will not retain a blue check mark unless they're subscribed to Twitter Blue. So this is why. So mm-hmm. I was right. So it says here, I'm going to say something else. This is many of Twitter's high profile users are losing the blue check marks that help verify their identity and distinguish them from impostures. After several false starts, Twitter began making good on its promise, removing the blue checks from accounts that don't pay a monthly fee to keep them. So because I don't pay, I don't pay anything. I lost my privilege of having a blue check mark. By the way, I don't give a rat's ass and I don't even really, I never really even use Twitter. I just found that to be very, very interesting that that was something that they were doing. And he was letting people who were very toxic, like you said, on the on the platform which i think turned off a lot of people no but as in what i was saying is that twitter has always been seen as toxic like for years because it's the place that people like long before elon was ever even involved in this i'm talking like five ten years ago like the reality tv stars in that whole world that's where you would go and get death threats like that's legitimately it's like one of the worst so i think that there's always been that connotation and if anything i think elon purchasing the app when he first started was kind of like a breath of fresh air to a lot of regular twitter users that they were excited that things might change but now things are just getting really petty like he's he's literally tweeting he tweeted zuck is a cuck the other day that's the most insane thing that the CEO of a social media app could tweet. To. Like that's so wild. So it's, it's he's it's just it's just going downhill. <laughs> it's, for that's him. hilarious. Well, I find this is what I I feel like we don't know yet. Like Threads is so early on, we don't know how that's going to like morph. That could be a toxic environment, also. So I'm sure it will be. It's, like, it's again, it's an eight, it's a care. You know, you can say whatever you want to anybody when you have a lot of people and a lot of mass on any platform. There's a lot of toxicity. There's a lot of you know, shit talking. It's just part of what happens. I'm just curious what kind of legs. Do you remember that other one that you were very active on that I knew was going to be a total, yeah, Yeah, yeah. a total like loser was Clubhouse. And so at the beginning, everybody was like jumping on Clubhouse. Like they thought it was like the hot, it's going to be the hottest thing. I was like, there's no chance that that's going to be a hot thing. It made quite a few people millionaires. Okay. I don't, I mean, you and I, like, I think it was like, it was ridiculous. Like people would be in these rooms for like hours and hours. Like I would be asked to do yeah. something in a room and like people would be sitting there for like 12 hours. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I hosted a 13 hour room once. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was but silly. You have to remember when it, when it was popping was right at the start of the pandemic. Yes. It's so, true. It's timing. And LA was completely shut down. So a lot of the people that were on there, especially like my friends that I made off there from LA, the restaurants weren't even open for like years. I agree. I know why. So it, it became such a good clutch, but 
I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's like the argument for communism, you know, like it's never been done right. You know, when people say that, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's how people feel about social media. It's like it's never been done right. Like there'll be a positive one someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I do think though that Threads did come out, you said in 2000, was it like 2019 or something? Yeah. As, a, as a separate app altogether. That So like Meta came out with a different app called Threads. Yeah. That wasn't what it is, what this app is. And it was a total dud. It was a, me- it was so basically it was a direct messaging app. So you can message your close friends only on there. Yeah, and it was like a, a camera roll type app, like almost like a be real thing. But they, yeah, it was a dud. I mean, they had it open from 2019 to the end of 2021, just shut it down December 2021. And now they've opened up threads. Yeah. And now they opened up threads with the same name as yeah. the old threads. <laughs> Which is hilarious. But with the Twitter platform. <laughs> But yet, like so far, like we said, it's really popping off. So let's see how long this, how long it has traction. What do you think? Are you guys on threads? Are you going to be on threads? Are you spending time on threads? If you are, follow me on threads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm on there. I'm threading all day. There you go. Okay, I have a question though for you. Because if, if you're, do you like that when you signed up for threads it was your instagram do you love that it was connected yes. like do you- so that's what that was what we said earlier i think that what why meta whatever you want to call it is so successful in like basically repurposing and stealing the ideas of other people who do it well is because it's people there's such a massive audience on instagram mm-hmm. and it's like they make it very user friendly for people just to kind of get that additional thing that they can do on there and it makes it very easy for people and I do like that everything's connected that way because mm-hmm. it also I get reminded that it exists. If it was a separate, like Twitter's a separate thing, so that's why I never spend any time on Twitter. I always oh, forgot that it was even around. So the fact that it's already I see on people's Instagram profiles the the thread handle right underneath, right? So it's like always reminding me, oh shit, I'm not on there. I better go back on. Like I hate it for my mental sanity. But I think it's really smart marketing and branding to that fact that like it's so in your face mm. and you have that, that they make it very easy to go to it while you're already on Instagram. Yeah. That's like what I quick, think. Quick crossover. Yeah. I, as someone who has a much smaller following, I think it's a little frustrating that a lot of the people who have like a million plus or whatever on Instagram or however many are crossing over with like all of the followers. Cause to me, it's mm, like, you should true. have to grow from the ground up, baby. Like who even knows if you bought those or if you, you know, paid for your engagement that grew that following. Like, I feel like there was so much dubious behavior on Instagram when it comes to follower accounts that it's kind of annoying that a lot of that has transferred over. And even if it's, you know, even if the bots didn't transfer over a lot of people, they buy their first 10. 20k on Instagram and that helps them grow to the 300k right they had that initial boost well what I think a couple I think it also can stunt your growth if you start doing that I think it shadow banned you but I also what I was going to say is yeah of course some are going to carry over to threads like some have carried over to me but not even close to the amount of people I have on Instagram follow me on but you're starting with a few thousand I have a couple thousand probably yeah but that's way higher than what someone who I started out with like a hundred do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I just grew to 650, okay, 680 or whatever. I, I'm not then, then take it to Mark Zuckerberg, okay? I don't know what <laughs> I to actually, tell you. I actually did post about it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> you are you like a Karen? Are you like I've e- taken a few Dear things. Mark, dear Mark. No, I, like I um that. no, I what I did say to him was that there wasn't enough MMA on my timeline on Saturday, which was upsetting because he's an MMA fan. Okay. And I also told him that some of the features need to be adjusted. Like we need an edit button. You tell him, Karen. Yeah, I really did. You and you go. know what? And you know what? I actually think that my suggestions will have a lasting impact in their rooms. I so. think they will. I yeah. think they're gonna pull 
it out and be like, yeah, this one, I'm we got to listen to waiting this for bitch. a call. I'm waiting to. for a call any day now. For <laughs> is him. that why your ringer is I'm on? Like, yeah. Loud? I'm like, Mark, when are you going to hit me back up about these feature requests? I feel like any day now. I love it. I love it. Oh, wait, wait, one more thing. You know, Bezos is on threads. Yeah, I know. Jeff Bezos is on threads. Mark Zuckerberg replied to him. And now it feels as if they're sort of forming a little alliance against Elon Musk. And honestly, I'm, I'm very into it. Oh, I don't know about that. We'll find out, I guess. See, it's a soap opera on threads too. <laughs> Battle and of the billionaires. You're miss- exactly. You're missing out not being on it. No. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think. Let us know. And like I said, if you're on it, follow me. And if you're on there, let me know. Maybe I'll follow you back. Hopefully I will. If I see it, because I, I want to have the interaction. That's what makes the world go around. Okay, quick question for you though. If if Twitter was something that you enjoyed more, like the actual the actual usage of writing that kind of thing, like writing a tweet, do you like that? Do you like posting? Because you post a lot on your Instagram screenshots of writing, yeah, where you're writing. But this, I don't feel like the reason why I can post writing on Instagram. I don't feel again. I have only 18 characters to do it in. Mm. I don't like that anxiety again. Like I'm trying to eliminate or limit my anxiety i'm not trying to increase it by any stretch and i feel again by having a new app to be dealing with having a limitation of how much i'm allowed to say it just does all of those things you know but that's the idea of a thread is that you can do you do multiple i know but honestly like i want to be offline too like i'm already i think that we're online so much as a society i want to get offline i'm trying to like figure out ways to get myself out, not back on the computer. I don't want to look at a screen. I want to have real friends in real time. I want to do real things in real time. I don't need to be on another thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so because just because I can say a sentence on there doesn't mean I want to. And I don't think it's necessary. This is my point. Like we're not making society better by having just another platform where people can rant and rave and say their thoughts. Like we have enough of that. That's my point. Like in this world, I think that we've come to a place where it's all just like rhetoric that we just have to spew out. Like instead of like enjoying what all the other things in life have to offer, get off of the computer, get off of social media and go enjoy your life. That's my point. But I, I, okay, so I think that if I feel like you're much more suited for threads than Instagram, like I feel Maybe. like you should toss Instagram out the water. Maybe I will. Cause I think that like the stuff that you write is good and I feel like it actually fits in the character limit of threads. Okay. Well, I'm going to write something right now then. Okay. Join the Facebook group. Yeah. And join the Facebook group. Okay. We're droning on and on, but I will say this again, please guys, let us know your thoughts on threads. And if you have not yet subscribed, please do so and tell your friends and leave a review, leave a comment, send a pigeon, do whatever you need to do. And we'll see you back again very soon. I was going to say shortly, but (laughs) next week, next week. Yes, (laughs) actually sooner than you think. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. 
I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.